This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking about a cheerful heart. Now, many of you might already believe that you have one, and I'm sure you do. We have cheerful hearts here. Uh, But how to get a cheerful heart if you're down and depressed and in the dumps? There's a way to get out of it, and there's a way that you could actually say and have a cheerful heart. Yeah, and it's the effects of a cheerful heart, too, what happens afterwards. So great. Yeah, that would be great, Al. So we're going to start with Proverbs 15, 15, and it says this, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. So the first thing, I just want to explain a couple of words in this verse. Afflicted, all the days of the afflicted, actually means all the days of the lowly and depressed and the needy and the weak. Okay, so all the days of the depressed and the lowly are evil. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean evil in a bad thing, like you're an evil person. Evil just means sad, sorrowful, or troubling in the mind. So really what this is saying is if you're depressed, then that will bring sorrow. Yes, that's yeah. really and, and what you know, it means. It's not evil like demonic. It's just evil, right. like bad, downer, right. you know what I mean, kind of thing like that. And afflicted is, as you say, it's it's not afflicted like you've been afflicted with some disease. You're just going to be right. the down and out, the depressed and the lowly and all of that. And so that's the first part of the scripture. Yes, okay. and then the, the second one is that you're going to enjoy a continual feast. Right. He was of a uh, cheerful heart has a continual feast. So... You know, talking about feasts, Al, you know, have you ever been to a feast? I mean, I grew up having Sunday feasts. Sure. I mean, I was in an Italian family. I'm Think still about Italian. Like a Thanksgiving, but a Thanksgiving. That or every Sunday from two to six, we would eat. We would make it a whole feast. Or if you go on a cruise, you know, you see all that food set before yeah, you. It's and it's it. right. And, you know, the scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, experience it. But we want to have a cheerful heart. And really, Al okay. is going to take this over and it's funny you said that because on a cruise they try to create this thinking of a continual feast yes even though it isn't but that's what they try to create in your mind so you buy tickets but the point being is there is such a thing as a continual feast and um that's good I'm going to get into that. I just want to touch a little bit on the first part of this whole thing because it says the days of the afflicted are evil. The days of the despondent, the down and out, everything's no good, are just going to be sorrowful. You know, sorrowful. You're not going to have. You're yeah. not going to be a happy you're not person. Gonna be happy. And uh, you know, I came from a family. Grow. <clears throat> I did. I got saved when I was 29. So I I came from a family where they were good people. And they did good things and they were hardworking and meant well, but they spoke, everything they spoke was negative. And I always used to say, you know, um, if there was 10 things going on in, the, in, in any one of my family members' life, 10 points, and nine of them were great, but this one over here was not. They would talk about that, think about that, 
beyond that negative, negative thing. And that was all I knew. That's all I knew. So when I got saved and, you know, I was just talking the way I knew how to talk. Everything was no good. And God began to show me, he said, I can't do anything. I can't bring in the continual feast or what you're looking to be sort of a happy person. You could say a continual feast is just a happy person. But uh, he said, I can't do that because of the way you speak on a regular basis. Wow, wow. And I th- you just can't say anything. God just can't say anything. If God woke up in the morning and he goes, oh, and he looks down at the earth and he goes, oh, man, I've had it with all. Those people are all idiots. Everybody on the planet would be an idiot. God cannot just say anything. He's got to be careful what he says Mm -hmm. because whatever he says will happen. If God says the ceiling's blue, the paint will change its color. It has to to obey his voice. So we have to get this. And you're like that, too. So we have to get this. Um this super negativity in our speaking out. Now, a continual feast, I just want to get into that. A continual picture, you know, people will say things like a continual feast. It's just like a a blessed life. That's the way I would say it. A continual feast is like a blessed life. That doesn't mean everything's perfect, but it's basically, it's good. It's a good life. You're healthy. You've got money. You got a good job. Whatever it is that you got going on in your life, and um, so you have to understand that one. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory with the um, uh, continual feast yes. and what exactly that is. We know what it is. Like we talked about, like a Thanksgiving dinner. Everything smells good. This is so good. Hours. That older generation, that Sunday afternoon was always this big feast day. Mm-hmm. And it's like every day is a big feast day. But just because it was a big feast day, and not everything that they had to eat was what you liked. So I'm not saying if you continual feast, I'm not saying your life's going to be perfect, but it's going to be a blessed life. It says, he who has a cheerful heart has a continual feast. We all want the blessed life. Everybody wants that. Um, but we have it backwards. And this is what I'm saying. We try to get the blessed life and we work hard. We get a good education and, and get a good job and a good family life and a nice town and a nice house. Get that. And then your heart will be cheerful. Oh, that's really good, Al. It's so true. Right? right. That's backwards. Right. And everything with God is backwards to the natural man. God says, get that cheerful heart first and then the continual feast is automatic it automatically will happen when your heart is cheerful and um we have to understand this cheerful heart thing is a major major player in everything you do even in your relationships you know with other people when you're always down you know i knew this one lady she always said to me oh i'm in a funk i'm in a funk that's all she ever said and you know what? She was in a funk. And I, you know, I, I remember saying things when I, before I got saved or short after I got saved, because so much of the way of the world was in me. I would say things like, oh, I'm overworked and underpaid. It was supposed to be a joke. But the truth of the matter, when I looked at my life, I was overworked and underpaid. That's right. You actually uh, brought it to pass. That was the afflicted yeah. and the evil. 
the first part of this. And when God showed me this, he said, you need to get a cheerful heart. And then the continual feast will happen. The world has no clue. The world will try to get this continual feast thing going so they'll be cheerful. We have it backwards. That's very good. One of the things I want to say, so how do we get a cheerful heart? Because it isn't based on your circumstances. It isn't based on your health. It isn't based on what's going on around you. The cheerful heart is based on what God is doing in your life, what God has done in life. You're going to, if you're born again, you're going to heaven. That ought to be, that's enough all by itself. That's right. That's, a, that's enough all by itself to create a cheerful heart in you to create the, the continual right. feast. Right. And you're going to have to learn that when life's problems come down on you, how to keep that heart. God, guard your heart. Because out of it flow the issues of life. You, you keep, I protect my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, just had a situation. <laughs> I laughed because I knew I was going to be doing this teaching and the devil brought about every imaginable problem three, four days before this, trying to make me say, oh, I don't have a continuum. I'm going to knock that, that, uh, cheerful heart right out of you. But he couldn't do it. Now I, you know, it wasn't easy, but I kept, thinking about what I'm thinking. And then I bring these problems before the Lord. And I say, Lord, I got all these problems. I'm keeping a cheerful heart as best as I can. These are bricks. They're heavy. It's a heavy load. Lord, turn it into a feather, a light load. And he always does. Right. Now, maybe not in two seconds, but it will always happen. Right. You know, what you say is a big issue on the cheerful heart, your normal speech life. It's a big, you know, we had this lady we ministered two years ago and she was suicidal and she would try to commit suicide several times. Anyway, I said to her, just say you're happy. And she looked at me like, what are you? I said, you walk around and say, I am a happy person. I am happy. I'm a happy person. This will help you. She never did it. But that's important. She said, I'm happy. I'm a happy person. And you don't have to feel it to say it. Right. And what right. you're doing is creating an atmosphere around you that will happen. And um, one of the things you have to do to keep a cheerful heart, remember the cheerful heart already creates the feast life, That's the blessed good. life. Right. One of the things you have to do, what I call um, replacement thinking. You've heard of replacement theology. This is replacement thinking. And what that is, uh, many years ago, you know, I would start thinking about my life as a teenager and young and all of those. And it was always bad and everything was down. And, oh, I did this wrong. And, oh, I did that wrong. And, oh, what a fool I was. And that brings you down. It's pulling your cheerful heart right out. Oh, sure. It's what you focus on. It's what you focus on. And the Lord said this to me one day. He said, "Uh, let me ask you a question now. When you think about things, all you ever seem to do is think about all the bad things you did. Yeah, that's true. And the Lord said this to me. He said, you never did anything good? I was like, well, yeah, I did a lot of good (laughs) things, you know. And, And then the Lord said this to me. He said, where do you think that comes from? So I don't know. He said, it's coming from the evil one. It's the devil who's trying to steal the cheerful heart, and he makes sure he steals it to keep you down so you never have a continual feast. You never have a blessed life. And you know, God 
God is, is, is with us, we're always thinking of the negative things, or we tend to. With him, he never sees or thinks of anything negative that we're doing. He, he knows, exactly. you know, he chooses to not remember, it says, or, you know, but he can if he wants to. But he's not looking at that, but we are all the time. And right. it's like, I'm not even seeing that. Out of the whole day, if I do the whole day right, say it this yes. way, and I live righteously and I'm blessing people, and, and there's one little sin that goes on, I'll be thinking about that little sin all day. And how could God right. even deal with me? I'm right. just a wicked and a foul mouthed sinner. Yeah. Got to get rid of that thinking. Get rid of that replacement thinking the minute you start thinking about something negative something that takes you down on purpose think about something else as an act sure. of your will do not just let your mind run wild that's right whatever you're thinking about and this comes in and these thoughts come in and the devil will never the devil always speaks to you in the first person he'll say oh i really screwed up my life and you'll go yeah i really screwed up my life yeah. You know, he doesn't say you screwed it up. He said, I, he wants you to speak. You know, all the devil has to do to destroy you is, is just get you to speak right, right according to him, which is wrong according to the Bible. But if he can get you to speak right, you'll destroy yourself. He doesn't have to deal with you. So the thoughts are what you have to deal with first because eventually it's going to come out of your mouth. You're going to say it. Whatever you right. think, eventually you're going to say right. something along those right. lines. Right. <clears throat> and that's right. another thing. You know, it says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your faith in God came from what you heard, reading the Bible, watching the TV. Your faith comes from hearing this. It doesn't say faith comes cometh by calamity. And that's what the church has taught for years. Oh, all these bad things are God, and he's teaching you a lesson, and he's whopping you upside the head. That doesn't create faith in you. That diminishes your faith. That's what the devil's doing to destroy you. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith does not come by calamity. Get rid of that thinking. You have to have this replacement thinking if you want to... You want to prosper in this thing. You want to have a cheerful heart. You want to have a continual feast. I have a continual feast. We have a continual Absolutely. feast. Not every day is perfect. Things go wrong. And that's what I bring it before the Lord and he fixes it. Right. The next thing I do, because I'm, I'm probably going to run out of time, is a worship time. Absolutely. We do a worship time and put on a, I used to put on CDs, but now I just put on YouTube and I play worship music and I just enjoy God, and I do that at least an hour a day. Right. And you need to have confessions of the faith that you say every morning. I am a happy man. I have a cheerful heart. God has blessed me. I am healed. I'm blessed. Right. Thank, thank you, Lord. For, speak that way every morning. Don't get up going, oh, God, I got it. I got another bad day. Even if you're going to have a bad day, you can get up and say, man, this is my best day ever. The only way you're going to get to the continual feast is if you get the cheerful heart. And I'm teaching you how to get the cheerful it's heart. It's true. Like this morning, like when I got up, I just had this massive, I don't normally get this, but this massive headache. I must have slept wrong and, you know, on my neck and everything. And I just, and I, and I went and I got my coffee and I went into the room where I always do every morning. And I pray in tongues for 30 minutes every morning. And then I hear from the Lord every morning. That's the way I start my day. And I kept thinking to myself, you know, I just don't feel like opening up my mouth and praying in tongues. But what I did was I took a healing confession card that actually was sent out uh, 
you know, uh, Andrew Womack sent it through an email. Mm -hmm. And I started out loud confessing all the scriptures he said, speaking them out loud. And and I didn't say, oh, Lord, I got a film today. I've got this terrible headache. Help me. You know, I didn't do that because that would just bring me down even more. It'd be like a sense of hopelessness. So what I did was I started repeating that and then saying whatever I say will come to pass. And I, I was doing that. And the more I did it, the more it encouraged me. And, you know, I, I'm blessed. So, and I know I'm blessed. And it's because I do these things that that headache went away and I am fine. So, you, you know what I mean? Keep the cheerful heart. Right. And the headache will go away. And I'm going to get into that. And that's good. perfect. That's exactly. Um, oh, good. Maybe I'll do that part now. It says also Proverbs 12 and 22. Oh, 17, 22. Oh, I'm sorry. A, me- a merry heart does good like a medicine. Right. But a broken spirit dries the bones. Wow, now, that's good. This is another one we have backwards. What happens is, what happens when you you have, you have get sick in, in some way? You go down to the doctor and he says, you've got cancer or whatever he says. And when he says that to you, your heart sinks. Yes, it does. Oh, no. And the fear. What am I going to do? And what happens, this is all what the devil's trying to do because I've had those things happen to me and I didn't have anything wrong with me. The devil was trying to get me to accept a sickness that I didn't have. And he was trying to put a symptom on me to make me receive it. But if you won't receive it, he can't do it. So it's even worse now because... Here's what we do wrong. Now our heart sinks. Now we now we're going more medicine, more medicine, more doctors. You're running to the doctor. Doctors are okay. Medicine's okay, but that's not where you start. Right. We we do this backwards again. It says a merry heart does good like a medicine. Get the cheerful heart. Get the the merry heart, and the medicine comes from God. He'll send it to you. And God's medicine is better than any, any medicine you'll ever come up with on the earth. But what I'm trying to say is we do it backwards again. Right. We try to get healed of his disease so our heart would be cheerful. Wow, that's really good. And we're Al. running to it's the doctor or the medicine. And, yeah. and I want to tell you, God's medicine is powerful medicine. Amen. So now, the again, the same thing. You've got to cultivate the merry heart, cultivate the cheerful heart in the midst when they tell you you have some exactly. disease. I don't have that disease. I'm healed. I'm and, healed. And you know what it does, Al? It creates such a witness to the world. It's like, I yep. can't believe you just got this terrible report and you're walking about. There's a lady in our Bible study that got a really bad report, an elderly lady about cancer all over. You know, she still is not missing Bible study. They, they haven't even done the surgery yet. She got the report. I mean, granted, she's not happy about it. Of course not. Right? But she's, it's not affecting her. Because what's more important is her knowing Christ, you know, and that he's going to get her through this. Yes, and that helps create the cheerful heart. Yes. In other words, instead of sinking down, oh, no, no, I'm just, it's over, it's over. I'm not going there. Right. I'm already healed. And I had to laugh because I knew I'd be doing this teaching and the devil was throwing everything he could at me for the last three You or four even days. told me that, yeah. And I was sitting there going, oh, man. You know, but you know what? I won't change my mind. I keep my heart happy. I keep it going. And you have to work on this. It's not going to fall out of the sky. It's not automatic. What is automatic is if you keep a merry heart, you'll get healed just because it's merry. Oh, that's right. Because sickness can bring really, I mean, uh, depression can be really sickness on your body. You know, I watched the TV show many, many years ago, and it wasn't on a Christian TV show at all. 
-hmm. And the guy had cancer. And they showed him sitting in the hospital, in the hospital bed. And he said, bring me every kind of comedy movie you can find. You know, back then, it was probably the Three Stooges. This was old. And he watched comedy movies and laughed and laughed and laughed for days and got out of bed and walked out cancer-free. He kept a merry heart. And it's automatic when you keep the merry heart, you get healed. That's right. And what we're trying, sometimes we're down and out, we're sick, we got a, we're, we're depressed, our heart's down, and we're trying to get healed. It's like you right. can't. Right. You're, you're making it, I'm not saying you can't, it's just be very difficult. You're fighting God's program. Right. And when you're fighting God's program, it doesn't work that well. It does come automatically. So rather than trying to fix, what Al is saying is rather than trying to fix, uh, to, to work problem. on, right, right. Just, you know what I would suggest? Just focus on God's love for you. If that doesn't make you cheerful and if that doesn't make you happy, then you've got more issues there that you have to deal with. Because the more you see how much God loves you and he will never leave you, he will never forsake you, he will help you through it. And he is the ultimate healer. And the word of God heals. He sent his word to heal you and deliver you from all your destructions. Those things should create in you a cheerful heart. Like I don't have to be afraid of anything. Yeah, like by his stripes, I'm healed. Hey, you know what? The scripture says I'm healed because of his stripes, what he did. I'm going to start just believing that and getting happy and start speaking it. Speaking this stuff out of your mouth is very important. Do you know, um, Abraham Lincoln said, when this war is over, I'll be dead. What you say on a regular basis is very, very, very important. Um, John Lennon was asked, how do you think you're going to die? And he said, I'll probably be popped off by some evil person. That's exactly what happened to him. Elvis and Presley. Elvis Presley said, I'll never live a day longer than my wife. And that my, 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 my mom. mom, I'm sorry. And that's exactly what happened to him. Yeah. Be careful what you say. Absolutely. And you know, there's another thing here on all of this. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's right. And then all these things will be added unto you. Seek ye, this is what I say, seek ye first the cheerful heart. Then all these things, the feast will be added. Seek ye first a merry heart, and then your healing will come. It's automatic. It has to come. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness is Jesus. You know, Al, can I say something? Before that scripture, it's talking about worry. Yes. And it's talking about fear and depression. And, you know, if God clothes the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, ye of little faith? So this is all talking about worry. And he says the way to get rid of this worry and depression and this down is to seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. And, you know, the anxiety. Yes. We sell a lot of anxiety books because (laughs) with, with currently the political situation right now is not that great. So uh, people have a lot of anxiety, and I. this is what I say to anybody. If you're doing God's will with your life, you can't have anxiety. You can have problems. You can be persecuted. But when you know you're in the middle of what God wants you to do in your life wow. and you're keeping your heart pure and clear before the Lord, you'll have a continual feast, right? And regardless of what they're doing, what the world's yeah, doing. Yeah, it's all not that we're you. happy about what's right. happening, but we have that inner joy because we know something. You know, like I tell people, listen, it ain't going to make any difference in my life if gasoline goes to $10 a gallon. Right. But I don't want that. 
No, but it will mean a lot to other people. Sure, it will. You, know? you see what I mean? But we're blessed, and that's where everyone you know, wants I, to I get. Would, you know, to, there was this guy in uh, Cuba, and you're only allowed like so many gallons a week. And he would put two or three gallons in his car and speak to it and command it to run. He would drive all week on two gallons. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Keep a cheerful heart. Keep a Amen. merry heart. You know, Angie, you want to tell them about our um, some of the new things we got going yeah, on? Yeah, well, we've got a podcast going now. Oh, amen, yeah. Yes, we I mean. do on all platforms. You hey, can catch us. Victory Life Today. 21st Century Al. That's what I And am. Victory Life Ministries. We had to explain to Al what it was a few times. <laughs> Once he got it, I think he gets it. <laughs> It's really See, funny. Like it's been funny school. around here. But anyway, we are on all platforms, our podcast, and every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll get a new show to to listen to. So, um, and it's all good. So, yeah. And we also, of course, encourage you to uh, join our uh, uh, YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. Please because do. It you will us. get two shows a week there also. You know, and it's Victory Live today. And we just encourage you to do that. We, uh, we, uh, you know, lots of people are on YouTube and they actually go there first before anything else. But, you know, I love the idea about the podcast. We're really excited because you could be driving in your car and listening to Alan Angie. Yeah, and we you all, get good information. Yeah, wow. I also want to encourage you to get this book of ours, Ready, Set, Receive. And you might not know what it is until I read you the subtitle, Position Yourself for God's Blessings and Miracles. And Al and I, we live the blessed life. And you can live, you know, God is no respecter of persons. And he's got the same blessed life for Amen. you as he does for us. No matter what you're going through, you could still live the blessed life. It's really like you always say, you know, you've got great stuff happening in your life, but there may be some challenges or whatever. But go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org and get your copy today. Thanks so much for joining us. Victory is yours through Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.